0: Hi, neighbors. In last Monday night's town board meeting, we provided feedback to CAPS about an outdoor musical event at Grasso Park, discussed a new program to support superior businesses and encourage local spending, and discussed a potential tax increase to fund capital improvement projects. Ready to find out more on what happened? As usual, you may keep watching this video, subscribe to the Laura for Superior podcast, or click through to my blog to read this post in written form. During board reports, I wished everyone a happy International Women's Day and also took a moment to welcome Boss Lady Pizza and owner Whitney Hart to Superior. The Superior Chamber hosted a ribbon cutting for Boss Lady Pizza last week, and I wanted to call out what a nice job they did making it a COVID-safe event, with masks required, pizza pre-boxed in-to-go containers, and buttons reminding people to wear their masks. I'm so excited for a new business opening in Superior, and especially excited that it's a female-owned business. During public comment, a resident shared feedback on some of the comments and proposed actions being taken by the airport roundtable. Next, our board unanimously passed the entire consent agenda, including meeting minutes, an annually approved three-mile plan in order to consider any future annexations, a resolution changing the name of the Parks, Recreation, Open Space and Trails Advisory Committee, (ProStack) to the Parks and Recreation Advisory Committee, PARC a resolution approving a lease agreement for town office space at 100 Superior Plaza Way, an intergovernmental agreement with Boulder County to support a youth court or group to work in Superior during the summer of 2021, a consulting agreement with Farm to Spaceship LLC for public engagement services for the Superior Artery Project, approval of art prints for the 1500 Colton Road Community Center, and a resolution to encourage state legislation to limit high-potency THC products. Item 3I, a resolution in opposing Colorado House Bill 21-1034, was pulled for discussion. This resolution would have opposed House Bill 21-1034, which would invalidate local laws limiting installation of gas appliances for cooking, heating, or electrical generation. Basically, our resolution could pave the way for an ordinance that says new homes in Superior cannot be built for gas-powered appliances. Electric stoves, heat, etc. would be the default. I tried something new in soliciting feedback on this item on my Facebook page, and I also shared some articles there on both sides of the debate. However, this ended up being a moot point, as the state bill was postponed indefinitely by the House Energy and Environment Committee. Next item four, a CAPS event at Grasso Park. The Cultural Arts and Public Spaces, or CAPS Committee, proposed an outdoor musical event to go along with the next iteration of lights, Look on the Bright Side, at Grasso Park. The light show color palette would include yellow, white, and rainbow shades, and the musical theme would include upbeat, relaxing, tropical-inspired music, like Somewhere Over the Rainbow by Israel Kama This event would be held in the evening and would, f- and would include an interactive musical light show with a live DJ. The Superior Chamber of Commerce also happily agreed to partner with the event. CAPS worked hard to figure out how to host the event while staying within the COVID-19 dial framework for Boulder County. And propose hosting it either the week before or after BVSD's spring break from March 22 to 26. A ticketing system would be used to allow up to 12 people at a time to watch the event in a socially distanced way with face coverings required at all times. The flow from the waiting area to the event would be in one direction with temporary fencing set up to guide participants. Last year I was one of the first to say we need to limit in-person gatherings. However, we've since learned so much about COVID-19 and how it is spread. I don't by any means think that being outside is a panacea. Anyone who sees me running around the neighborhood can verify that I always have a mask at the ready to pull it up if I'm going to come within even 10 feet of another person. However, I think CAPS has done a fantastic job planning this small event to limit risk. And I also think this event can serve as a proving ground for, fut- for potential future distance but in-person events we may want to have later this year. The board was generally supportive of this event, as long as safety measures are in play. Next, item five, a business support program. Mayor Pro Tem Mark Lacis proposed a new program to support our local businesses and encourage local spending. As part of this program, a resident would need to spend a minimum of $20 each before tax and tip at five superior businesses over a month period. The resident would then need to submit receipts to the town for review, and then would receive a gift card to a local business as a reward. The proposal was for the gift card to be $25 with a max of 1,000 redemptions. Therefore, the overall cost would be kept at $25,000, which would be funded from the town reserves, as this would likely not qualify for federal care's reimbursement. To provide context to that maximum amount for redemption, For the superior cash program, which didn't have the burden of individuals needing to submit receipts, there were approximately 1,800 superior households participating. As far as the impact, this would mean the town would give $25,000 in gift cards to local businesses, and residents would drive a hopefully incremental $100,000 in spent at local businesses. That's a big boost to our local economy. When we gave out superior cash, one of the criticisms of the program was that many residents frequented the same businesses. This program would spread those dollars out across the community. There was a concern raised for households that may not have $100 extra to spend in a month. I suggested that instead of requiring a minimum spend of $20 per business, we get rid of the minimum, but the reward would be a gift certificate in the amount of the smallest receipt with a cap on the reward. We also discussed potentially using the Goose Chase app, like we did for the Superior Together Scavenger Hunt Challenge, so that residents would be encouraged to visit the businesses, but would not necessarily have to. to spend money. There were also some concerns raised about the administration of town staff needing to validate receipts to issue gift cards. I suggested that we set up two pieces to this initiative. First, another superior together challenge, but this scavenger hunt focused on driving visits to businesses in the community. Anyone who completes the new challenge would get a gift card. To be clear, challenge participants would just need to visit the businesses. They would not need to necessarily spend any money. And second, I'd like to see a program aimed at driving spend, which would be similar in design to the annual Safeway Monopoly program. Each Superior business would get a unique stamp or sticker to give to residents spending at least $20, and residents could either print off or pick up cards at Town Hall to collect the stamps. Rather than checking receipts, town staff would need to just collect the completed cards and distribute the gift cards. I recognize that there are residents in Superior without extra money to spend, and I want to be sensitive to including them. However, it was important to me that we include a piece of the program aimed at driving resident spending in Superior in order to get that multiplier effect, where $25,000 in town spend translates to $125,000 spent at local businesses. To me, having two pieces of the program allows anyone to participate in some way while also driving true economic impact. The rest of the board was generally supportive of this tweak to the program, and our town manager will move this forward. Finally, we discussed whether the board wanted to ask voters for a tax increase to fund specific capital improvement projects to accelerate their completion. The town has typically funded capital projects on an annual basis with available funds for the year. However, there are always more capital projects for any given year than funding available, resulting in some projects either being delayed or not happening. Since there is a 0.16% sales tax in the Superior McCaslin Interchange District that will sunset at the end of 2022, one option would be asking the voters to repurpose this tax this tax, tax for annual general CIP projects or for specific specific capital projects, leaving the sales and use tax rate at 8.445%, something I supported. The other option would be asking voters to increase the sales and use tax to 8.80%. For comparison, other, other municipal tax rates are Boulder at 8.845%, Louisville at 8.635%, Lafayette at 8.485 percent and Erie at 8.485 percent and Broomfield at 8.15 percent. Option one would generate 6.7 million dollars for capital projects and option two would generate 22 million dollars for capital projects, both of which would come through debt issuance and repayment. A third option, though not recommended by town staff, was removing the 4.197 mill property tax credit that we've given to superior residents since 2004. This would result in an increased property tax for a $500,000 home by about $150 per year. Removing this property tax credit would generate $16 million through a bond issuance, so somewhere between options one and two. And finally, we could increase the sales and use tax to somewhere between 8.445% and 8.80%. A member of the board pointed out that the total of $53 million for the current list of unfunded capital projects is a bit misleading, For example, there's a $15 million line item to develop the Town 15, which the board has never discussed and which generally hasn't seen much resident support. However, it was also pointed out that our board has other priorities that are not on this list and would cost money, like sustainability and affordable housing. And speaking of funding needs, public works director Alex Araniello emphasized that to maintain the roads in their current condition, we need about $2.4 million a year, whereas we currently have only about $1 million a year allocated. So this alone has a big shortage. I want us to reevaluate the list of unfunded projects one by one before we decide to raise either sales or property taxes. I don't want us to raise taxes just for the sake of having a higher budget. I want us to do it only if there is a need to do so. That said, I think that road maintenance is absolutely worthy of a tax raise if we can't otherwise find it in our current budget. My preferred option would be to repurpose the current 0.16% sales tax for capital projects, excluding road maintenance, to fund these additional projects without raising our sales tax rate above those of neighboring communities. My assumption is that when we evaluate the list of unfunded projects, there would be some that would require the use of this continued sales tax, but we'll see. Then, to pay for the the extra $1.4 million a year in road maintenance, I'd like us to decrease or remove our current property tax credit and use that money to pay for road maintenance. Given that the majority of our roads are through residential neighborhoods, I think it makes sense for road maintenance to be funded through property taxes rather than sales taxes. Town staff is going to prepare additional information and some new options for our work session on Monday, April 5th, where we will continue the discussion. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this recap. I hope it's helpful. Our board is always open to hearing your comments, questions, and concerns. You may always email your feedback to townboard at superiorcolorado.gov or to me specifically at S at superiorcolorado.gov. As a reminder, any messages sent to a government email are part of the public record and will have your name attached. If you feel the need to write in anonymously, you may always comment at the bottom of the blog post recaps. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.